Welcome you to Living Life. Today we're continuing to look at a very difficult passage in Leviticus chapter 26. For here we see severe sin. We see people truly missing the mark and crossing the line and not doing God's will. And as I think about crossing the line, I can't help but remember a time when I got my only driving ticket and I was stopped at a light and then I decided to change my mind and I crossed a line that I shouldn't have. And I thought that nobody was around, but there was one vehicle and it was a police officer's car. And he pulled me over and he gave me a ticket. And so there was a consequence for me crossing the line. And I had to learn my lesson. And I think that's one of the reasons why this passage is here, is that it's reminding us that we really need to learn our lesson. For example, when my, I, after driving for a while, I decided that I was going to again cross the line and do the same violation, but I remembered what happened to me and I decided not to, and I'm glad I didn't because I actually probably would have then been in an accident. And then when I was teaching my kids to drive, I reminded them of the ticket that I got, hoping that they would learn from their dad's mistake. Again, it's coming back to learning our lesson. And today, as we focus now on God's word, we're gonna see severe sin, but let's learn the lesson. So let's now have ears to hear God's word read to us. Leviticus chapter 26, verses 27 through 39. If in spite of this you still do not listen to me, but continue to be hostile toward me, then in my anger I will be hostile toward you and I myself will punish you for your sins seven times over. You will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places, cut down your incense altars, and pile your dead bodies on the lifeless forms of your idols, and I will abhor you. I will turn your cities into ruins and lay waste your sanctuaries, and I will take no delight in the pleasing aroma of your offerings. I myself will lay waste the land, so that your enemies who live there will be appalled. I will scatter you among the nations, and will draw out my sword and pursue you. Your land will be laid waste, and your cities will lie in ruins. Then the land will enjoy its Sabbath years all the time that it lies desolate, and you are in the country of your enemies. Then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbaths. 
All the time that it lies desolate, the land will have the rest it did not have during the Sabbaths you lived in it. As for those of you who are left, I will make their hearts so fearful in the lands of their enemies that the sound of a wind-blown leaf will put them to flight. They will run as though fleeing from the sword, and they will fall even though no one is pursuing them. They will stumble over one another as though fleeing from the sword, even though no one is pursuing them. So you will not be able to stand before your enemies. You will perish among the nations. The land of your enemies will devour you. Those of you who are left will waste away in the lands of their enemies because of their sins. Also, because of their ancestors' sins, they will waste away. So God and God's people are in a covenant. And of course, this is not a covenant of equals. God is God, and we are very thankful for that, and we are His people. And God wants us to live according to His will. And when we do so, there's blessings, and when we don't, we know there are consequences. And God has to act as if like we, we have to be punished or disciplined. And it's something that is very real. And the people of God so often would not do God's will. And you would think that they would have learned their lesson. But we see right away in our first verse of our text, verse 27 of Leviticus 26, God says, If in spite of this you still do not listen to me, but continue to be hostile toward me, then of course there are going to be consequences. And he then goes on to say some of them, like in verse 31, he says, I will turn your cities into ruins. Or verse 32, I myself will lay waste the land. Or verse 33, I will scatter you among the nations. But I want us to look at verse 30 for a moment, for it talks about how the people still have idols. And these are things that we know we're not supposed to have. Now, in today's world, maybe where you're living, you're not really having an issue with man-made objects that you're worshiping, or maybe we do still have an issue with it. For example, I think an idol today might be the smartphone. I know that there are some people that just hold on to it dearly and they are lost if they can't find their smartphone and they just pay attention to it all the time. And boy, that starts to sound like an idol. And kind of along with that is the idol of social media. I think that this is an issue because so often, some people will use social media as a means of projecting their image or their brand to the world around them. And they start to make life look just so good. You know, they show pictures of the wonderful food that they've had, the places they've gone to. And I think that when we start to really focus on our image, and being self-centered, that that really is showing that social media can turn into an idol. And 
having an idol is not being obedient to God's word because he makes it very clear that we are to have no other gods before him. Or the way Jesus said it, that you, you cannot serve two masters. And so I think what we need to see here in our text is that we need to be very serious about being faithful to the covenant that we have with God, that we will be obedient and not think that if we just stray a little bit that it's okay. But no, the Lord wants us to be faithful and he wants us to listen to him. And I think what that can mean for us today is we need to die to self. We really need to have a complete surrender to the Lord. And so to really see that, that he is the Lord, we listen to him and follow his ways. One of the verses that I really like in the New Testament is when Jesus made it clear about his own dying to self and how that can be an example for us when he said in John 12, 24, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains by itself alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Well, we certainly want to bear fruit, but that comes in dying to self and living completely and totally for the Lord and not having any idols. So I just want to encourage you today as you look at this passage and you see issues of idols or, you know, just think in your own life, what might there be that I need to get rid of. There might be even just pride. You know, we can just get so self-centered and just so caught up with taking our selfies and wanting to present our own image to others and raise our own brand. But God wants to do everything to His glory. So I just want to encourage you today as you look at this very difficult passage about severe sin that we should turn our attention to the Lord and listen to Him and do so to His glory and our joy. So as we close today and have been considering this text that deals with severe sin. And I think our need to really learn our lesson when it comes to God is very serious about us obeying him. There are consequences. And I just want to draw your attention to the consequence that is mentioned in verse 33, where God said, I will scatter you among the nations. And how prophetic that was because he would actually take his people out of the promised land. They would have to go into exile for a time for punishment and consequence for their sins. And another place where we see a, a consequence is in verse 29. And it's just a hard verse to read. It says, 
you will eat the flesh of your sons. I mean, we actually see that come about in a text in 2 Kings chapter 6. You see, God is serious about us in this covenantal relationship. Let me pray for you at this time. Heavenly Father, we are just so thankful that you are faithful to your promises toward us. And Father, we are very mindful of the fact that you see all that we do. And Lord, as we go about our life, when we do turn our backs to you, Lord, I ask that we would learn our lesson and know that right away we need to turn back to you. So Lord, I ask that you would help us to really understand that you are a God who is faithful and we, your people, are to be faithful. Lord, thank you for your unbound love for us and Lord, for the way that you continue to want to have us move forward in our life with you. We thank you and praise you in Christ's name. Amen. 이 프로그램은 시청자 여러분의 소중한 후원으로 제작됩니다. 